Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, how are you doing, sir? Good. I, I'm doing well, Mike. I Full disclosure, Mike, we don't talk about sports on this show hardly oh. ever. But today is game seven of the Toronto Maple Leafs versus Montreal Canadiens game. So I've got a box score up on another screen. <laughs> so if that number ticks up and I all of a sudden get really depressed, you know that the Leafs have given up a goal. And if I kind of get really upbeat about something, then you know that they've scored a goal, you know. So Okay. Just just yeah, fair just fair warning, Mike. Fair okay. warning. It's too bad this podcast is only an hour long because I think it would be really funny to in the real world know what the outcome of this game was and then slowly listen to your reaction as it happens in real time <laughs> yeah that would be good that would be interesting maybe we'll do that for a special occasion sometime you know? <laughs> we'll just react in real just time a to special a three-hour audio only reaction podcast <laughs> to sure a hockey game thrilling. to a hockey yeah. game on our nerd podcast this is this is a great idea yeah. that I foresee nothing going wrong. But no, that's right. But anyway, Mike, we won't talk about hockey for too long. Go Leafs go, of course. But uh, yeah, no, I'm doing well. Doing well. If we're just going to jump right into kids stuff, Mike, mm -hmm. I don't want kids anymore. I'm done. I'm oh. done with kids now. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I guess we are becoming a hockey podcast. <laughs> yes, that's right. No, um, Wes has been great. He's been doing extremely well. We finally switched him off of the... He's a formula kid. I don't know if we've ever brought that up. I barely talk about him on here. Uh, but we finally switched him off sort of the pre-made stuff to, you know, the powder and the water and you shake it up and mix it up yourself. Thank God, because the pre-made stuff so expensive. The trick is, Chris, is to get that jug that has the thing that you just jack up and down that makes, you know, that does it all the mixing for you. Oh, we have that, Mike. We have that. See, of course. Yeah. Here, the way you're talking about it, it's not you were in there with a whisk or some shit. And I'm like, you fool. Get the jug <laughs> that does it for you. No, no. We just have a little water jug and the thing and you just mix them all together. But but yeah, that pre-made stuff, they basically said you're supposed to use it for two months. We're just going one month because it costs a fortune and you just power through that stuff. Like Wes just he's just he's crushing like 30 ounces a day and it's like you're like four weeks old you're not supposed to be eating this much stuff i remember buying that stuff and because i'd be at work all the time back in the old days where we still went to work and and i'd get texts from laura and she'd be like i need you to pick up more formula and i'd be like ah damn it i just got paid you know <laughs> like, i know yeah. well you know like those little two oh no not, i said two liters two ounce pre-made ones yeah you know they're like 40 dollars canadian for 24 that lasted us, oh, I don't know, three days. Yeah. And that's only using it for overnights. Like it was, it was brutal. It was brutal. But my other son, Mike, my other son, he's taking a real, he's taking a real downward trend here. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. He's uh, become extremely defiant over the last couple of days. Mm. And I know it's just all part of the territory and stuff, but uh, we're getting some pretty hard no's. And, um, you know, a couple of times where he's taken off down the street, you know, presumably to go visit his grandparents. But, you know, we don't want that. No. We don't want him to cross the busy road in order to get to their house or anything like that. And it's been a struggle. It, it's, it's, you know, we're always we're always talking about great things on here most of the time anyway. But yeah, it's been tough because you, you try to discipline them. But at the same time, you don't want to also ruin your relationship with your kid. So it's like this sort of delicate balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I remember we talked a couple weeks ago about how we were doing timeouts with William. Yeah. And we were doing so many timeouts that he was like trying to get timeouts on purpose. Like he he was being like timeout like as like a thing to do and I'd mm-hmm. be like, "No, no, you this is a punishment. You don't want to play." It, right, it was, yeah. As a timeout, but yeah, no, I, I I get what you mean about like how how what do you do? Like perfect example tonight, William was just freaking out over dinner because I couldn't get him to eat dinner. And and I'm like, well, fine, you get no dinner. And then he's like f- crying about having no dinner. And I'm like, well, then eat the dinner you have. Like, mm-hmm. what, what's the problem? I don't I don't understand why you're upset. Like, obviously, it's a child. The child's brain doesn't work the way that our brains work. The simple solution is, oh, I'm upset that dad's going to throw out my food. Well, maybe if I eat it, he won't throw it out. Like, this is this is the thought process that I have. No, he just is upset that I'm doing one thing or asking him to do the other thing. So, you know what the solution was? He got to watch Blippi. Oh, yeah. So, he basically got rewarded for his bad behavior. So, now I know tomorrow he's going to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, why won't you eat your dinner? And he'll be like, Blippi. And I'll be yeah, like, put Blippi on, dad. Right in the garbage <laughs> with your dinner there, bud. He was like that. He was like that all day today. He was super defiant when it came to breakfast. He wouldn't eat his breakfast at all either. And we basically sent him to daycare. And we're like, so FYI, he didn't <laughs> eat breakfast. Uh, but it, it sounds to look like my 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 problems aren't as bad as yours because I, I I'm not at the point where I want to get rid of my kids yet. So <laughs> yeah, but I don't have daycare to ship him off to. Mm-hmm. If he's bad in the morning, I deal with him all day. But uh, yeah, it's. It's just, it's tough. It's it's tough trying to do it. You know, we don't do the timeout thing. We're doing the, you know, uh, as an example, he was kicking his soccer ball. We were playing, I don't know. I don't know what you call kicking. I was going to say you play catch with the baseball, but I don't know what you call it when you're just kicking the soccer ball back and forth. Anyway, we were doing that. And then he decided, oh, it'll be fun to keep kicking it into the road. And it's like, well, no, we don't want to do that, right? Because a car could come and hit you or hit the ball or whatever. And so what we've been doing is is taking away, you know, giving him consequences. If you do it again, okay, well, we're going to get rid of the soccer ball and we're going to get rid of, or not get rid of, but no more soccer ball or no more bike or no more scooter and that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, well, I'm just punishing myself now because the bike takes up a good portion of the day, you know, and, and I'm also trying to not do as much TV because I think that's affecting his behavior a little bit. You know, I don't know about William, but... You know, when Netflix, it hits the credits and it gives you like five to 10 seconds, depending on whatever system you're watching before the next episode starts up. Yep. Yeah. He gets like real whiny and like mad. And sometimes he'll come over and like smack you. And it's like, it's coming on in five seconds, you know, Mm. hold your horses. So I'm cutting back on TV where it's very limited now. And yeah, so I know it's just a phase, but man, what a frustrating phase it is. Yeah, I mean, it's the terrible twos. That's what they call it, right? Yeah, well, it's so weird because I'm sure William's the same is he will swing from extremely sweet. You know, he he wants to hug and kiss his little brother and he wants to help out and do this job and do that job. And then all of a sudden, like he'll not get his way. And then he's like bull charging you, you know, into your into your leg or trying to like take your legs out or something like that. It's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I tried to get him to put on his PJs this morning. Or not put on his PJs, but take off his PJs so that he get dressed for, for school. And he headbutted me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I, I understand why, you know, parents 
30, 40 years ago, used to beat their children. (laughs) 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 Not that I'm condoning that because obviously that's a horrible thing to do, but... uh, but yeah, it's like I, I understand it. I get it now. Yeah, so. that's so that's the advice you're giving him is don't beat your kids. Don't beat your kids as much as you sometimes might want to, yes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so that's been fun. Not not something I really enjoy. I hope he grows out of it soon. We did have some drama though the other day. Well, more drama, Mike. He fell and like legitimately skinned his knee for the first oh, no. time. You know, we, he's fallen before, but it's the winter, so he's had pants on and all that type of crap. But he uh, he took a huge chunk out of his knee. You know, it felt bad for him. It was really funny because he was getting really upset because obviously it hurts and it's quite big. And he's like, he wants to go to the doctors and let the doctor take a look at it. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's just a skin knee. You know, you're yeah. going to live. <laughs> yeah, We'll put a little polysporin on there just in case. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of funny. And of course, that's been the topic of, of choice every day since then is his skin knee. And then finally, Mike, we were talking about going to Las Vegas when all this COVID stuff lifts up. And then Ben pops in Las Vegas, Nevada. What? And we're just like, the hell? And then it's like, <laughs> oh, wait, there's a Blippy episode where he's where in he goes, Las Vegas, that's, Nevada. That's true. Yes. <laughs> it's like, so there you go. Blippy taught him uh, his first U.S. city and his first U.S. state. But uh, I was, it was just really caught me off guard. It's like, where did you learn that from? Like, you just cracked that one out. Okay. Have, have we talked about imposter Blippy on the show before? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so you know of of Imposter Blippy at this point. Uh, I Blippy has really fallen out of favor at our house. Okay, um, so I know Tiff has was saying that he had some alternate Blippy on one of his recent videos or something like that. So I'm aware of Imposter Blippy, but that's it. I haven't actually seen the video. Okay, so there, there's multiple instances of Imposter Blippy now. Okay, so basically, what happened is one day randomly a video uploaded. And it was not Blippy. It was a different guy playing Blippy. And the guy who is Blippy has gone on record saying, remember that we talked about the controversy of him doing the live show. And then when people showed up for the live show, it wasn't him. It was somebody else entirely playing Blippy. And his statement at that time was, well, Blippy is a character and I play the character and this person plays the character. That's, you know, it, it, Blippy isn't me. Blippy's a character. Right. Well, apparently he's worked that into the actual show now. And the first episode of it was like Blippy, this new imposter Blippy running around in a set, like like a Blippy set. Okay. And, and doing things. And... I, I looked into it, and this is the guy who played Blippy at the stage show, and the background is the stage show background. Okay, and he's just doing skits from the stage show. They're basically repurposing the stage show because the stage show started during COVID times, and they basically had <laughs> sure, to cancel yeah. everything. So he's just using the stage show material in in these imposter Blippy videos. But well, the very first one, I should also note that. They don't call it Imposter Blippy. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. I'm calling it Imposter Blippy. But they only have done this one video with him on camera. But all of the new videos since, if there's voiceover, it's Imposter Blippy doing the voiceover. Oh, okay. And there's actually a video that I was watching against my will today where they were doing, like, talking about the environment. And in their talk of the environment, 
there were a few songs. And the songs are sung by Imposter Blippy as well. So Imposter Blippy is much more talented than original Blippy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I've heard I've heard so many episodes of Blippy because of, you know, oh, I have to work, William, watch Blippy while I work. Sure. I've heard so many episodes that I can hear the voice and be like, that's not the right guy. Like the, the second I hear it, I'm like, that's the wrong guy. It's he's doing a very decent impression. But it's not him. It's a different person. Right. So, yeah. So that's that's the one thing that I, I've noticed lately with Imposter Blippy. And it's been like this massive controversy. I was at the park with with William and another dad showed up with a kid. And William was wearing an orange shirt and a blue hat. And the guy made a comment about Blippy. And he's like, oh, you look like Blippy with your orange shirt and your blue hat. It's orange and blue like Blippy. Do you know Blippy? And he's like, yeah, Blippy, Blippy. And then he turns to me and he goes, have you seen fake Blippy? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I've seen fake Blippy. So it's it's a topic of conversation between parents who know Blippy is, is fake Blippy. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Do you, is there any other story about it? Like, is he trying to get out of sort of the performing side and just cash in? I, I was reading this thing the other day that they said that Blippy or the Blippy Empire makes like 15 or 16 million dollars a year. Yeah, just, I'm not just shocked. off YouTube. Yeah. I'm not shocked. But yeah. I, I did see that the day that the, the first video went live, somebody posted a photo of him with Blippy at like a go-kart track, and they were filming that day. So I'm not sure what they're doing. It's it looks like it, like a Blippy classic is still filming videos in person. He probably just wants to go on all the trips and stuff. And then it sounds like all of the voiceover and singing and all that crap is being done by interesting the 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 uh, usurper. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if the kids notice. D- does William seem to be like not blippy? <laughs> the thing though is, we didn't watch. I've not shown William the, the video. But he does not notice the voiceover. Oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, he's never said anything. The only thing I can tell you that he's noticed lately is we were watching an old Blippy today, where Blippy went camping, and Blippy pulled out a sleeping bag, and he's and he's all of a sudden obsessed with sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay, well, let's it's time for bed. And he's like, William's sleepy bag, and I'm like, no, we don't have sleepy bags, buddy. I'm sorry. Like, I literally do not own a sleeping bag at this moment. Right. And he's like, sleeping bag, sleeping bag. I'm like. I, I have a blanket. It's like a sleeping bag. And he like tried to get in it. And I'm like, you can't do that. And it's not how that works. <laughs> so right, yeah. he got very upset that we didn't own a sleeping bag. So thanks for that one, Blippi. But yeah. <laughs> Blippi ruining lives. Yeah. <laughs> one video at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. Mike, so what else has been up with uh, with you guys? Well, uh, William still refuses to stop talking about fire pops. Fire pops are still scary. Oh, really? It's still going on. It's eh? still going. Like it, it happens frequently still, but not enough that I am still surprised by it when it happens. So like Laura brings him home from daycare because I, I drop him off in the morning. And Laura brings him home at night. He'll pop in the door. And I'll be like, how was your day? And he'll be like, <gasps> fire pop scary and i'll be like ah oh, damn it <laughs> <laughs> that's funny just more with the fire he said it right before he went to bed tonight like uh, after he stopped talking about the sleeping bag yeah. i finally got him to shut up about the sleeping bag i, I was just, trying to i was trying to think of ben kind of latched on anything like that after the episode last week and i just i couldn't come up with thing that didn't that lasted for more than 
you know, a couple days, right? Mm-hmm. And not to the same extent that's going on with you guys. Well, it's funny because like we also last night we went outside. I don't know if you saw you could see the International Space Station if you went outside. Oh, cool. I did not know that. And so, yeah, you should have known you're a nerdy guy who likes space. Know. You blew it. But I, I, Laura and I walk outside and we're looking at things. and We're like, is that it? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> we came to the conclusion that the one thing that was sta- stationary and bright was likely it. And then we saw like five of them and we're like, well, it was one of them. So we saw it. <laughs> but while we were out there trying to figure it out, someone started launching fireworks off. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, you stop. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna come there and I'm gonna stop you myself. I don't need more of this fire pop shit. That's why I was gonna reinvigorate his love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thankfully, it was far away. It didn't, it didn't wake him up or anything like that. But, but other things that are still carrying on is now when we go because we're still at the point now where we're not in the new house. Like tonight is actually the last night that I will record a podcast in this house before we move to the new house. It's the final podcast at this house, and hopefully the final podcast for this echo. But we'll see. <laughs> but we've been going back and forth between the two houses. And what we've been doing, because, I mean, obviously trying to get anything accomplished when we have William there is, is very hard. We've been having family come over and, and spending time with him where we do stuff. Well, that unfortunately means that now he expects that they will show up every time we go there. So we've gone to the house and, and he's just like, where's grandma and grandpa? And I'm like, they're, they're not coming, buddy. We're just here to like water the flowers and then we're leaving. And he's just like, where's, where's cousins, cousins park. And we're like, uh, we're not going to see your cousins. We're not going to the, so yeah, now he expects every time we go to the house to see someone and, right. and it's not the case every time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, it's been fun, but, uh, Today was actually a very interesting day at the new house. We got our internet installed. Ooh, fancy fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this, Mike. Yeah, so the, the thing was is we got our internet installed early because if you recall, the idea was we had enough space between the old house and the new house and moving that we were going to paint and do the floors. Mm-hmm. Well, most of that worked out. We got all the painting done, but they because of COVID there was a shortage on materials and we are unable to get the floor done before we move in. Right. So that will have to get done after we move in. And Laura, Laura has been a real trooper organizing this stuff and she's talking to the guy at the floor place and she's like, you know, I'm so sorry we couldn't get it. You know, we couldn't get it in before we, we move in. Well, obviously we'll have all our furniture there and you'll have to move everything now. And it would have been better if, if, if you didn't have to do that. And he's like, yeah, we we do that all the time though. So it's you know, it's okay. Like right, we, yeah. We 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 almost every house we go to, we have to move yeah. furniture to do the flooring. So it's not so bad. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I guess so." <laughs> but yeah, so th- that's not it's not as bad. We we were hoping to have it cuz now we're kind of like, what do we do? Do we unpack a lot of stuff because we we really don't know. Like it's literally a question mark of when are they going to come and, and do the flooring. So we're just kind of like, how much do we unpack if, if they're going to be coming over and moving stuff? Right. Have, have they, I know you said you don't know, but have they given you some level of ballpark like next couple of weeks or is it like months from now? As, as far as I'm aware, we do not have a date. There's soon. like nothing. Yeah. No, no indication. Yeah. As, as soon as they can fit us in, it, well, not fit us in, but as soon as they can get the material, they'll come in and move a set. So, mm-hmm. but that they don't know when that will be. So <laughs> great. So we're waiting on that. But, but we got the internet installed today 
And while we were there, we decided to do a whole bunch of installation of the fancy house stuff. It's very exciting, Mike. It's my favorite favorite part of new house. Oh man! So okay, stuff 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 that we've always talked about getting for this house, and then never got because we're like, well, sooner or later we're going to move. Mm-hmm. We have all the fancy shiny things. So in the last two days, I have installed a smart lock on the front door. I have installed a brand new Ecobee thermostat in the house, and we installed a ring security system in the house. And it, it's been an interesting adventure because I am not a handyman. Right. And <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> yeah. And I have managed to do all of this stuff. Nice. And uh, it, it's very interesting. Like, basically, I, I, I did the smart lock first because I'm like, OK, here's the thing. Like, m- we basically dropped William off at my parents and said, I got stuff to I got stuff to install. Let's do the lock first, because at the end of the day, if the thermostat doesn't work or the security system doesn't work before we leave, that's okay. But the front door needs to lock before we leave. <laughs> right. Very, very smart perspective on that. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get this one done first. So the lock that we did, I, I took all the pieces out, put it back in. There was a lot of interesting curveballs because there was a few things in the literature and in the tutorial video that had changed that really oh, okay, threw things yeah. off. One of the things is two parts I go through and it's like, here's the list of parts that you should have. And I'm like, two parts are missing. Why is that? What are these two parts and why are they missing? Turns out both of those were already installed onto the lock. Like there's basically like a like a plate, like a wall plate that you mount things on. And they were already on the pieces. Oh, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, okay. Like that's that. But here's thanks for the tiny heart attack thinking I'm missing two pieces out of the box as soon as I get it in. But got the lock in. And the other thing, too, is there is a and this is thankful to me that I did my research on the lock is their tutorial video talks about the the, the part that comes out of the lock that goes into the back end. Depending on the size of your door, you have to snip it shut. And this like you're like cut a piece off. And this is what the tutorial says. And this is what the instruction book says. And I'm looking at the lock and it doesn't say the lock is already short short enough that i'm worried that it's not going to go the whole way through and connect right and then i remembered on one of the tutorial videos that i saw that they had so many complaints from people that they had to cut the lock down themselves that they just started pre-cutting them so i was like okay this is just incorrect they just haven't updated any of this literature here right and i was able to put together and it was fine so we have a very fancy lock that has so many different ways to to update itself i oh it's so great so we can do fingerprint Mm -hmm. and we can do code and it has a peep lock protection and basically what that means is if we do our code and we just throw a bunch of random numbers on it as long as our code is actually in in there it'll work so say my code is one two three four okay all right yeah i'm there now yeah Yeah. my code is one two three four if i hit two one two three four five it will still unlock because my code was in there. Right. Now I got to go change my code because I just told you it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that's what the code was. <laughs> it is not my code. It's not my code. But anyway, so that that's one of the, the features it has. You can also do a um, like a geofencing thing where yep. like if you, you're within a certain distance, it will unlock for you. And there's literally like a, you pull up an app and there's a big button that you press and it will unlock the door for you. And there's also you can flip the lock up and it has an old fashioned 
key hole for you to to just use with a key on. Mm -hmm. All sorts of different ways for you to to work with this thing. And it was so funny because my parents are like, "Oh, how how does it work?" And because they they don't, you know, I, I my parents, I give them a house key, you know, and, and for the old house, right? And, yeah. and I'm like, "Here's the hundred different ways that uh, that you can open this lock." And they're like, "How do how do we open it?" And I'm like. Here's here's your code. I made them a code, like their yeah. own specific code. I made it incredibly easy. Like I'm not gonna give it away because then I'd, I'd be giving you the code because That's you right. know yeah. it. It's two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that like literally they see every day. And if they forgot it, I'm like, how are you this dumb? You know, so, like, so that's their code. And also we're going to give them a key for the actual because I feel like they'll never use the code. They'll just use the right. Key. But that that worked. We had to get a bridge. It came with a, a Wi-Fi bridge because the new model of this lock, which is also like two hundred dollars more expensive, mm -hmm. includes Wi-Fi in the lock so that it will it can connect to your house and you can check it whenever wherever you are. But the, the version that I bought, I bought the old version that comes with a bridge that you plug into the wall and that connects to the lock and then that connects to Wi-Fi and then you can check it from wherever you want. And it was like, why would I pay like $200 more for this when I just have to lose one outlet, you know? Mm -hmm. And there was the worry that it wasn't going to work because it's supposed to be within 10 feet of the lock and the closest outlet to it was 12 feet away. And oh, so, yeah. so, so I was like, oh no, is it got, not going to work? And it worked fine. The only thing that I find is that sometimes when I open the app from somewhere else, like I've checked the app from this house, like three times just to ensure that the front door is locked. And the first time I checked it, it took like two minutes to connect, to tell me that it was locked. And then the, the next two times I checked it, it was perfectly fine. But the, the lock is all fancy fun. And the only the only problem we've had with it is that one of the features it has is auto lock. Oh, yeah. I turned that off on mine like immediately. <laughs> yeah. So Laura, she put the lock on or she came in. She was getting stuff out of the car. And literally, as she was closing the door, the auto lock flicked on and she just hit the door into the wall and just dented <laughs> into the wall. Like, immediately. we're not exactly sure if she dented it, but there is a dent there from sure, a previous yeah. time that the lock hit. And, and it was like, is that, was that there previously or is that there from now? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was literally as she was closing the door, I heard like beep and then the lock came out. I'm like, no. <laughs> but, so, so we, we increased the time on the auto lock to, to a much longer period of time right then we have the thermostat and well it's funny because we the next thing i tried to install was the security system because laura was like i want the security system i want it to have peace of mind before if we leave so we got one of those fancy ring ones mm -hmm. and step one of the ring set is plug it in Step two is connect it to the internet. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's, that's as far as we get today. So that's yeah. that's that one. But today, after we got the internet set up, I, I was able to go through. And luckily, it came with a whole bunch of little things. Like, So all the doors now have these little separator things that if they move apart from each other, we get a notification. It's like, mm -hmm. this door is open. And then if you know we set it to be, we're away. And then the door goes off, then, you know, the alarm will go off and we'll get notifications if we're not home and things like that. Because uh, they really want you to pay for like the 24 hour service. Like, like you, you, you have to go through like three no screens before you right. can even be like, look at anything else. It's like, hey, do you want to set up your payment? No, no, you, you sure you should. Pay? No. 
oh, maybe you should set up the payment. Like there's literally like a giant warning on my screen every time I open the app. It's like, you're not paying. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not full time protected. Yeah. yeah. I, I have heard that about the rings stuff that and then they'll they withhold certain features like you can't if you have a camera. Yeah. I, do you guys have a camera? I don't think you not, no, we're, we're, we're going to get a doorbell camera, but I don't know when we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd heard that they, you know, you can you can live view it and it will obviously let you know if there's people there, but it doesn't record anything unless you pay for that subscription. Right. Like yeah. those kind of fun little gotchas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that set up today. We didn't put the motion detector up yet because we don't know where we're going to stick that. And mm-hmm. but otherwise it did fine. Like it came with like a little bridge that's like uh Oh, if your reception's bad, this will extend the reception and mm-hmm. everything connects just fine. So I don't even know if I'm going to end up needing that, but no, you shouldn't need it. I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. And then uh, finally, we set up the, the thermostat, the Echo B3. Mm-hmm. We got the Echo B3 light because the, the regular Echo B, because there's the current Echo B one that's like the big one is just the Echo B voice. It doesn't have a number anymore. Oh, okay. Sure. And it was like, okay, what's the difference between the light? And the voice. Well, the voice has an Alexa in it. Ooh, yeah. Well, I don't want an Alexa. I have I have a Google Assistant. Why would I need an Alexa? So so it's like, oh yeah, but you can do this with it. You can you can connect to your Spotify and, and it can connect to Bluetooth speakers and play stuff off your Bluetooth speakers. I have a phone that can do that too. And I have a, a Google assistant <laughs> that can do that too. Yeah, so what, what yeah. do I need this for? And so I went through like the whole list and the only thing that it has that the other one doesn't with is it has a sensor so that it knows you're in the room with it. And that's mm. it. Like that was, I don't know, I don't feel like paying another like $150 for that feature when I can buy a two pack of sensors for 90 bucks, you know? Right. Yeah. So we did end up buying the, the light and a two pack of sensors. We have to figure out where we're going to put the other sensor, but we put one down where my office is going to be. So that way it can be like, hey, you're in the office. Let's make it a little warmer for you instead of freezing cold or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Laura was like, let's put it in the hallway. And I'm like, well, the, the point of it is that it knows you're in the room and adjusts the temperature accordingly. So if you walk by the hallway and then you don't leave the office for like six hours, then all it's going to do is turn on the heat in the hallway for 10 seconds. And then it'll be like, oh, you're gone done <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that's right so yeah so we're, we're figuring out where it's going to go because we only have two right now the idea is to as time goes on buy more we're not going to buy you know because it's it's 90 dollars a pop for two so mm-hmm. if we want i don't know i'm thinking we need at least two more i didn't want to drop that much money all at once but but the thing about the the thermostat was that i installed it myself and that was a bit of a of a scary thing because it was like, well, am I gonna screw up my furnace? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and actually, it, it went it went better than I thought it was going to. Basically, I before I, I decided I was going to do it myself, I watched a video on how to install it, and I'm like, okay, this is not that bad. And I was actually actually listening to another podcast, and they were talking about doing like home renovations and stuff. And the one guy said that his motto when it comes to home renovations because guys like do i pay somebody to do it or should i just do it myself and he's like my motto after a friend told me this is well he's gonna do it basically means well if that guy can do it then why can't you obviously that guy it's not like he has magic powers you know like Mm -hmm. he's just going to do what you would do if you did it right i mean sure there's certain cases of like 
specialized training might be necessary to you know safely replace an electrical system or something like that <laughs> but this wasn't this didn't seem too difficult so we pull the old thermostat off and i and i look at the instructions because I, I still obviously wanted to go through the instructions, even though I watched a video on how to do it. And and literally, it's like, there's two ways to do it. And there's an easy way and a harder way. Do you have a C-wire? No, you're doing the harder way. And I did not have a C-wire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. So basically, what it means is I had to specifically, like, they, it comes with this adapter that I had to go down to the furnace, take the furnace plate off unwire all the wires at the furnace and wire this thing up, wire the thermostat wires into this adapter and then go back up and then wire it up up there. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you when that thermostat turned on and it was like, connecting i was like oh thank god (laughs) (laughs) it is intimidating the furnace stuff yeah oh yeah yeah i was so worried like we 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 couldn't test the cooling at the time because like the way the temperature in the house was it was like unless you want to set it to like 10 degrees it's not going to turn on right so we we didn't need to check that but we did we were able to turn the heat on from it no problem so it's like okay cool i i didn't break it (laughs) i think so but uh, yeah, it was very intimidating when it was all like, here's this wire, the C wire and the W wire go and the Y wire. But thankfully, it was very good because it gave you like stickers because I've looked at things before. Where it was like, take a picture of it so you can do it that way. And I still find that very nerve wracking. But in this case, it was like, here's stickers, label all the wires. And it just made it super easy. Well, good. Well, good. So is this uh, obviously you're not done. No. You know, wow, sorry. You're done right at this very second. But what's what's next on the lineup? Where where do you want to take this all, Mike? You've you said the doorbell and then I'm assuming lights. And- yeah, yeah, it was funny cuz we were talking about lights and Laura's like, "Do you want to do lights?" And I'm like, "I I kind of do, but I don't want to just dive in and do random lights." And it was like, "I got to find a, a spot to put lights." And after being in that house for a day, I'm like, I know where I need to put smart lights. Yeah. And, and it's in the basement because the way that the basement is, is it's it's all like one long hallway and then the stairway. Mm-hmm. And I found that almost every single time I was going to go up the stairs to do something, I would go, oh, right. I need to turn off the lights down here. And then I have to walk all the way to the right, other end of the right. house to turn off two light switches and then all the way back. And I'm like, yep, this is it. This is the spot <laughs> that I'm going to need. I'm going to need smart lights. And also I'm going to have one smart light just because I'm like a stupid idiot that is like really anal about certain things. I really hate. I really hate. And it's dumb. It's really dumb. I really hate when more than one light switch controls the same light. And when your light is set to off, but the light is on. Oh, yep. Yep. I I hate that. I hate it. I don't know why I hate it so much. Like, it really bothers me. So I'm going to replace those lights with with switches that are just like Like push the button on. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then those will be, at at least at first, those will be the smart lights. Okay, good. That's what I was going to suggest is as somebody who's got smart switches and smart lights, lamps smart lights and then any sort of like bank of lights go smart switches for sure yeah. and I, I like the tp link ones we, we can talk a little bit more about this after the show but mm-hmm. uh, the tp link stuff they make good they make good light switches i have nothing but good things to say about them okay well i'll take that in consideration i was looking at the lutron 
the Lutron mm-hmm. ones, because those ones don't require a neutral wire. And we've had that surprise before when we when we tried to do a smart light here and yeah. we opened up the wall and it was like, you don't have a neutral wire. You have to return this. <laughs> you know, so yeah. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Mike. You can get around that stuff too. Don't worry. Okay. I, well. I, I had that uh, in my basement and there's a way you can wire it that it'll still work. Don't you worry. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fancy fun. We've gone like the entire length of an episode just talking about my fancy fun smart house. But that's mm-hmm. but that's nerdy stuff, right? Like, why wouldn't we talk about that? No, exactly. Fits with the fits with the theme. That's for that's sure. Right. How's the hockey game going? <laughs> uh, they are losing two nothing, Mike. <laughs> and, I, and with one period to go, and I am dying on the uh-huh. inside. If we're gonna uh-huh. talk, we're gonna talk about hockey again here, Mike. My neighbors gave us a Leafs jersey for my son, for Ben. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they have teenagers who have long outgrown them and whatever. They're like, oh, do you want the Leafs jersey for Ben? It's like, okay, sure. And then part of me is like, do I want to inflict the Maple Leafs pain on my own son? <laughs> or should I get him to cheer for another team that isn't as, as emotionally draining as the Leafs are? No, you're, you're going to... If he's going to inflict pain on you for just, you know, existing and right now, I mean, he's so terribly too. There's just screw him up for life and make him a least <laughs> Yeah. This is the ultimate revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're thinking, Mike. <laughs> well, Mike, should we, uh, should we crack off uh, some tech stuff before we call it a day here? Yeah. There's some interesting stuff going on in the world. Why don't you, why don't you pick the one that you want to talk about most? Cause I've done a lot of talking as a, let's, let's pick the one I want to talk about the least oh okay (laughs) google photos is officially no longer free yes yes that uh that ticked over i believe literally today yeah i think it's june 1st oh so tomorrow yeah by the time yeah by when we're recording this it will be tomorrow but by the time you listen to it live it will have already happened yes so as of uh as of tomorrow or by the time you hear this yeah you can only use your free 15 gigabytes which is split between all of your google services to upload your photos so honestly that's probably not going to cut it anymore considering how big pictures are nowadays so you're looking at stuff like, you know, 20 bucks a year for 100 gigs or 30 for 200 or 100 for two terabytes if you want to keep on the Google empire. It's too bad because I love Google Photos and I understand that they they made it free so that you get addicted to it. And then when they have to start charging for it, you're going to pay for it. But yeah. uh, it's too bad. So I'm I'm exploring other options for myself. I'll probably self-host something because I've got all those toys in the basement, you know put all my schooling and career education to good use, I guess. But it's too bad because I, I, you use Google Photos too, don't you? I do. All of my yeah. stuff automatically goes there. And yeah. I also recall a point when I told my parents to use it because it was free. And it was like, oh, good. Now they have no. But at the same time, my parents don't use enough on there to, I think, even be close to the Yeah. To uh, the no, my, my mom has gotten real deep into it. She's got albums that she's set up and shares all the stuff up there. So. We'll see. We'll see how it works for her. Or maybe she'll pay the $20 a year and get the kind of basic tier or whatever. So My problem is, is that it, if only that storage was just for photos and not for everything on your Google account. Right. Because, I mean, we use Zencaster to record the show and it does backups of every episode that we do, both the audio from you and the audio from me as two separate tracks every time we do a show right backs that up into my google and i remember not too long ago i was looking at it and it was like oh you've used three 
of your 15 gigs. Okay. And then we started doing the podcast and it's like, you're at 11 and I'm like, whoa, hold on. (laughs) What happened here? So yeah, yeah, we'll see how well that holds up in the near future. I did actually note because I switched to a different cable provider to get the better internet Mm -hmm. and they, in my app, in my app that I, I can keep track of my billing, I did get a notification that says if you set up some sort of I think it might be with their phone service because it's also like a cell phone provider as well. It sure. says if you if you set up with them, then you can get a f- three free months of Google One, like with all that stuff. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe. I I don't know. Like, if three free months is a good way to get me hooked on something. I'm sure, <laughs> and that's exactly what they're counting on. But yeah. Yep. So anyway, that's that's all I wanted to bring about about that. Just kind of get it out of the way and, you know, rest in peace, Google Photos, the yeah. free version anyway. Uh, let's talk about something kind of interesting, Mike. You and I both love movies, even though we haven't gone to a movie in over a year and a half now. Oh, I miss the movies so much. But Amazon has officially bought MGM Movie Studios for $8 billion. $8 billion. What a crazy story. Because like, I mean, that just shows you how much money all of these streaming services are worth. Mm-hmm. They're buying established movie studios that have existed yeah. for decades, you know, like. Yeah. And it's I mean, obviously, it's a good move for Amazon because their prime video service. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people own it and they don't even realize they own it because it comes with your Amazon Prime shipping. But. There, I don't know if you've watched much stuff on there, but it is scant. There's not a lot to choose from that aren't movies from like the 80s, you know, like those classic ones that they all buy up right away. You know, they got a couple of their own platform or there are a couple of their own things, but that's about it, you know. Well, I've been watching, if I watch things on Prime, it's usually the originals. Like we like a lot of the original stuff. Like uh, recently we plowed through Invincible, which is my favorite superhero comic of all time. Okay. So the fact that they made a TV version of it with a star-studded cast that is well-received is pretty great. And you know you know that thing that they always say about Star Wars is the people who hate Star Wars the most are Star Wars fans? Yes. I'm like, am I now that person? Because like, I, I, I'm overjoyed of the fact that they have made Invincible into a cartoon. But I feel like every time I talk to Laura about it, I'm nitpicking. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. No, like, <laughs> like, like, so the, there's a lot of the, I'm not going to say too much about it, but basically there's a twist in Invincible. Mm-hmm. It happens in the show way sooner than it happens in the books. And it throws the timeline of when things happen in the books and when things happen in the show completely out of like balance. Like there's stuff that happens with things later that should have happened earlier and things that like this character was never present for this. And, and, and I'm like, it's interesting that they're doing these things, but I'm not sure I like all of the changes that they've made, you know, like that I, 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 without going into spoilers, there's a few changes that they've made where there's, there's a character's motivations are slightly different in the show than they are in the book. And, it's it's really bothering me because I'm like, that's not that character's motivation. And I really don't like that they've changed it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. It, it's it's like a major, major thing. And it's like, oh wow, okay. Like I I get that what they're trying to do with it, but like it really changes a character like at their core 
by changing this thing about them. And it kind of bothers me. But mm-hmm. anyway. Well, I think I think it's perfectly normal, Mike, especially if it's your favorite of them all. Yeah. Because like, I, I remember the Ender's Game movie came out. That was my favorite book of all time. And the movie came out. It's like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is nothing like the book. You know, yeah. I, it was still a fine movie. It wasn't amazing, but it was still fine. But mm. But other shows we watched, we watched the Grand Tour. Obviously, Laura was a big Top Gear fan, so it was yep. very easy for us to hop onto there. Uh, we watched The Boys. Still haven't finished season two. We just keep getting distracted with other things. We're about halfway through season two. Mm-hmm. And then we have a bunch of other... Laura actually watches a lot of the old shows. She watches... Oh, okay. She does watch... Because they have... Obviously, they had Grand Tour. Well, now they have all the seasons of Top Gear that had the guys from the Grand Tour on it. So she rewatches those all the time. And also, whenever Laura can't sleep, she watches uh, old Unsolved Mysteries, and that helps her sleep. Unsolved Mysteries helps her sleep. Right. I don't know what, what, what that is, but that's the thing that Laura has is she listens to like murder mysteries to, to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. This leads to sweet dreams, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they've also added they've also added fact or fiction. The show where, with the, where we keep getting those wonderful montages of Commander Riker going, it's wrong. You're not. It's made up. You're lying like, like, like that. <laughs> you've seen I'm sure you've seen those on Twitter. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that show is on there. We've been watching that a lot. But yeah, no, like having a major movie studio, like you got to assume that all of their catalog is going to suddenly stop appearing on other services in the not too distant future when all of those rights deal and those rights deal ends. Well, I mean, an MGM, I mean, to me, it's probably best known for James Bond. Yeah, I mean, they've got all and how many movies are there now? Like 27, something maybe? like that, something yeah. like that. Like, you know, there's a lot of diehard James Bond fans who will probably pick it up just to watch them all. You know, like it, it's a good move for them. I have a real negative feeling towards Amazon. So, you know, part of me is like, oh, God damn it, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to ruin this somehow. But yeah, uh, I mean, I guess for us as as viewers, it's good because now we don't have to pay for these movies if we want to watch them. I I don't know if like the James Bond ones were available anywhere for a while. I know for briefly they were on YouTube for some reason for free. Yeah, they were doing like an inter- an anniversary thing with it. Yeah, yeah, but I think a lot of the stuff was kind of hidden or maybe buried in Netflix stuff. But we'll see. We'll we'll see how it all goes. But eight billion dollars, Mike? Can you? That's like this is this is big boy money here. When it comes to the Bond stuff, I know that they said that they don't own the rights. It's like a 50-50 thing where like right. the, the Broccoli family owns the other half and then mm-hmm. M- MGM Amazon owns the other half. So so basically when it comes to uh, what's the new one? No Time to Die or whatever it is. Yeah. That that movie that we were supposed to see, I think, in 2019, and it just kept getting pushed back. Say, it's been a while, yeah. Yeah, I that that one they, that they will not release it to the streaming services before it shows up in in theaters. They mm-hmm. said because of the broccoli family will not let them. Right. So yeah, so it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what else because there's a lot of like big MGM things. But I saw somebody made a comment. I'm like, doesn't MGM own RoboCop? Is it the whole point of RoboCop that he like goes up against billionaires in charge of corporations and like things like that? <laughs> so, yeah, they've got. Uh, well, I'm just reading through my thing here. They got Shark Tank. That's probably their biggest TV st- show that they've got. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's a a ton. I'm sure there's an absolute ton of stuff. But anyway, well, speaking of Netflix, Mike, you said you had a Netflix story you wanted to bring up. 
Yeah, so apparently Netflix is excited to do more with interactive entertainment is a statement that was provided to Polygon. And basically, they, they've, they've seen, you know, that, oh, gaming's pretty big. And they've had their own little dabbles in gaming as well. I mean, if you remember, there was uh, Bandersnatch and mm-hmm. You versus Wild. And I remember they did a Minecraft thing where you got to pick the outcome. It was like the there was a Kimmy Schmidt one where you pick and choose the story. And also they've dabbled in actually publishing games as well. There's a Stranger Things video game that Netflix was the publisher on. So like they've been dabbling in this stuff. And and the rumor now is is, is uh, what are they going to be doing? Are they is there going to be some sort of Amazon some sort of Netflix <laughs> gaming service included as part of your Netflix package? And how quickly will the other video games companies kick the Netflix off of their consoles if they start selling video games through their system? (laughs) That is a good point, actually, that I didn't even consider is, you know, everything on the planet plays Netflix at this point in time. But yeah, would Microsoft and Sony want to keep Netflix on if they're going to offer a competing gaming package? Yeah, That's, that's an interesting point. Have they... I'm reading through the article that you had passed off to me that I don't think they gave any indication of the quality of games that they're looking to offer. Like, I'm not sure we're looking at necessarily AAA games, but we're also not looking at, you know, mobile only. It's probably somewhere in between. But yeah, I I know to your point, they were looking at stuff like Apple Arcade, where you pay a subscription to get X number of games a month or whatever. And that's kind of what they want to model. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah, like it's it's so interesting because it's going to be all it's it's it, this is what that Apple Epic case was, you know, the, the the stuff that Microsoft was complaining about was, you know, they won't let another storefront on their service. Now will the the shoe be on the other foot? Where I I feel like out of anybody, if someone's going to be allowing Netflix to sell games through their console. It will be Microsoft. Microsoft will make some statement where they're like, we're all about the gamers. Go ahead. And like Nintendo will be like, F- you and Sony will be like, F- you. Yeah, you know? That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I feel like Microsoft is going to be the most likely to let that continue. But then again, I mean, think of they don't they might not need any of those console makers. How many smart TVs have Netflix built into it? You can do it straight well, from your phone. Exactly. Great, great point, Mike. Yeah. And I mean, and they might also, they might also split it off as like a separate entity. You know, you can get Netflix, the movie company, but then there's also Netflix, the gaming company. You, know, you could do something like that too. And then Sony and Microsoft could offer just the movie version on their devices and not allow the games, like stuff like that. You know, if they, if they spin it off, they should, what do you think they should have a new name for it what do you think of quickster do you think that's a good name for (laughs) (laughs) fantastic mike yeah Yeah, no i see no problems using that name that's yeah 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 no i'm I'm sure if they do their own thing it'll just be like netflix gaming or something like that yeah something super boring yet we all know who it belongs to because that's the important thing branding Mm -hmm. mike it's all about Branding, branding branding is very important that's for sure but speaking of branding, it's actually funny that someone else has done something very interesting with something that they own and made it into something else. Obviously, we've been talking a lot about Xbox, and we kind of just mentioned them not too long ago with, with their own thing in the Apple case about other storefronts. We've been talking about the Game Pass and the Game Pass streaming on phone devices. as mm-hmm. 
there was no issue with Android showing Xbox games. But do you know who owns an Android device? Microsoft. They make the Surface Duo. I guess it's a phone. I've never actually seen anyone use it as a phone. To me, it's more like a foldable tablet than anything. But they have this Surface Duo, which is this tiny folding phone-like device. Well, what they've done is they've made an update for the Duo only. It's only available for Duo users that basically turns the Surface Duo into an Xbox 3DS. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So you have one screen that is your game, and then the bottom screen is a touch screen for all your controls. And so far, there's only like 50 games that support touchscreen controls on, on the Xbox streaming. Everything else you still need to use a controller on. But still, 50 games, that's not you know anything to sneeze at. There's right. some good games on there. The, the big issue that I foresee is touchscreen gaming is terrible. I agree. hundred <laughs> percent so, agree. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't care how interesting that is, is I cannot imagine playing on that thing without any tactile buttons mm-hmm. whatsoever. How do you do? What do you use for the triggers? You just keep pressing on the bottom screen with your thumbs. That is not good at all. Like it's just not ergonomic in any sense. Like, especially if you're like, playing a game, say that it's the game you're playing is gears of war. And you're like, shoot his trigger, grenade his trigger, and you're sitting there playing that game, and you're like, oh, I had to take my finger off the camera so that I could shoot. <laughs> yeah. And and all I did was just shoot at nothing because I can't get the fluid. Like, it's going to be terrible. But I mean, at the same time, it's cool that they did that. Like, they basically made an Xbox handheld without making an Xbox handheld. Yeah, it's a cool like proof of concept sort of thing. I, I agree. As a sort of this sort of hack deal, it's really interesting from a practicality standpoint. No, thank you. You know, unless you're playing the most basic games of all. But uh, yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder. Like, it makes you wonder. Maybe there is a value in gaming phones. You know, those all those gaming phones that kind of pop up with shoulder buttons built into the phone and everything like that. See what they what they should do is they should do it themselves or make a partner because they have partners coming at their mm-hmm. yin yang like Razer or somebody, and have them make an adapter that just goes over the bottom of the duo and adds shoulder buttons. You know, like have it connect <laughs> via Bluetooth or something, and or or you know, I don't know how, what the duo slots are like. Maybe there's something. Well, like, you just you do what a lot of the gaming phones do, and they just have um, it's not pressure sensitive. It's just like touch sensitive shoulder buttons built right into the phone. Yeah, the so they can have them along the spine. Yeah, and there yeah. you go. That that's how you could do it. Yeah, it would. Add, you know, it's not a not the worst idea we've come up with on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xbox, come on, hire us. I know I'm wearing a PlayStation shirt, but don't don't look at it. Just right. hire me and let me work in video games or something. Yeah, but, you work. <laughs> I'm an idea man. I'm an idea man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was a pretty pretty neat looking thing. The, the basically the stealth handheld. But I don't have any more stories this week. I think you said you were all done, and we did a lot of talking earlier and i we got did, more yeah. packing to i got more packing to do so i should probably call it at this moment that will do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, Castbox, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com 
or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week. You might be. I might not be. We'll see how the week goes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. And just as a final update, the score is still 2 nothing with 10 minutes left in the game. Oh, Chris, I think you're <laughs> and SOL. I'm going to die. I'm going to be so depressed the rest of this week, Mike. Good. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>